Hello, and thanks for joining us for the latest Marketing Week Explores podcast. I'm Sarah Vizard, the news editor at Marketing Week, and I'm joined today by senior writer Charlotte Rogers. This month, given that the annual Canlion Festival of Creativity is just days away, we are focusing on creativity. So Sarah, you wrote a really deep dive um, on the effectiveness of creativity and kind of looking at what different brands are doing uh, to measure the impact of their great idea. Can you tell me a bit more about it? Yeah, of course. So the idea came about because there's an argument that over the past decade, the marketing industry has become obsessed with media at the expense of creativity. So if you think about all the talk at at conferences and, and in the trade press as well, it's turned to programmatic, to transparency, to the return on spend on TV versus radio, uh, outdoor versus digital. But um, our columnist Mark Ritson put in a recent column, what marketers send down the advertising tubes is at least as important as the design of the tubes themselves. So we thought we would have a little investigation into into what we're sending down those tubes. Um, There is mounting evidence that creativity is actually more important than media. So data from Nielsen, they analysed 500 FMCG campaigns and found that creative was responsible for 47% of the sales uplift. Reach was about 22% and targeting just 9%. And yet creativity in advertising seems to be declining. So there was quite a famous 2016 study authored by Peter Field for the IPA and WARC, and that found that the number of short-term campaigns has quadrupled to 30%, and that's had a knock-on impact on uh, how much people are able to measure their excess share of voice on brand fame effects. Um, They're actually about to update that uh, report at Cannes this year. Uh, We haven't got all of the results at the moment, but uh, the title of that talk is The Crisis in Creative Effectiveness. So I'm assuming the situation hasn't got any better. Oh, wow. Okay. So why do you think that marketers are kind of stopping this focus on creativity? There's often a few reasons cited. Um, There's procurement and finances growing demand for measurable ad spend. Uh, the rise of digital advertising, which leads to a focus on performance and optimization, and economic conditions. Uh, at times when growth is difficult to come by, companies tend to become safer and more risk-averse, and creativity obviously requires confidence and risk-taking. Yeah, definitely. So what do you think the marketing industry as a whole can do to refocus on creativity? I mean, it is difficult because marketers and sort of the rest of the business that they report into has become used to the measurability of, of performance. But there are ways to bring science to the art of marketing. Uh, we ran a survey of our readers and found that almost two-thirds are already measuring the effectiveness of their creative, the majority doing that post-launch, but quite a lot doing it pre-launch as well. There are also new techniques that marketers can use to make this measurement more robust. Historically, marketers have relied on system two thinking. So things like focus groups where you or I might sit and watch an ad and then analyse what we think of it. But increasingly, marketers are making use of system one thinking. So using tools like neuroscience to get unconscious responses through factors like brain activity. Um, There's always subjectivity and creativity. So you're never going to be able to get to a point where you can fully measure sort of the science of that creativity. Marketers will always have to have gut instinct, experience, knowledge of that of their brands and their audiences, that there are ways to mitigate those risks now. So given all this, what are individual brands doing to close the creativity gap? So Birdseye is a great example of this. Um, I spoke to the marketing director over there, Steve Tuluma, who's been there for a couple of years, and he's had a real refocus for the team on creativity. So what that means is that they've been testing campaigns using neuroscience and trying to 
get a marker for an emotional connection, which they use as a, as a subtext for creativity. And they've also got an 80-20 rule that means that marketers have to devote 20% of their time and budget to, as he puts it, um, taking risks that really stretch the brand in a different direction or present it in a new light. The results from that are actually quite stark. So on average, their ROI is up 24%. Um, Bird's Eye saw growth of 4% in, in 2018 compared to declines of sort of between 5 or 6% that they were seeing for three or four years previously. And perhaps most importantly, the brand's more resilient, uh, where previously they sold 70% of products on promotion. That number has dropped to 50%. So while creativity across the industry is an issue, uh, digital is often cited as a reason for the decline. Uh, Charlotte, you were speaking to some brands that have been trying to take a different approach on digital. Yeah, absolutely. It can be tempting to see digital as a highly measurable, metric-driven environment um, that does not require the flair and emotion of above-the-line advertising, but that doesn't really make sense. Matt Stockbridge, Growth Analytics Manager at Mondelez International, he talks about the fact that digital marketing, the kind of destinations for digital are growing all the time, and the sophistication of what you can buy on a single platform is also increasing. Um, so these choices are at everybody's disposal, and there's a low cost of entry, which means that it's a really even playing field, so you need creativity to stand out. This opinion was echoed by Pizza Hut's sales and marketing director, Beverly de Cruz. She argues that just because digital is highly measurable does not mean it needs to be boring or mundane. She talks about it's not a world of robots, there's somebody behind that programmatic ad watching it. Um, and this is important for her brand because Pizza Hut, 80% um, of its business comes from consumers interacting with the brand online. So um, in December, they released a, a video, digital-only uh, video called Now That's Delivering, and it was sort of a tongue-in-cheek ad that took a swipe at Domino's <laughs> in like every other uh, frame. And it was designed to drive awareness of Pizza Hut's delivery service to talk about the loyalty scheme and the speed guarantee. Um, and De Cruz talks about the combination of clarity, simplicity, and humor really striking a chord with consumers. So 3.9 million people watched the 90-second YouTube video all the way to the end. Um, and what De Cruz also was looking for with this creative idea is for it to be able to go the distance and to find new ways to be extended over the next 12 to 18 months so that it can go from digital to every part of the brand, from paid search to content marketing. So is part of the problem, do you think, that marketers are seeing digital as sort of a separate part of what they're doing? So they're saying, oh, so I've got digital sales, so I need to do it on digital, and it needs to be highly efficient and highly optimised. And so they're just seeing sort of digital as, as programmatic. And what, what are you seeing brands doing to try to overcome that? Yeah, 100%, I think, that's, I think that's the case. But actually, a real standout brand in this space is Burger King. Um, Fernando Mercado, who's the global CMO, he talks about the fact that just because you have a digital product doesn't mean you have to have a digital-only campaign. Um, so his company is the winner of 94 Can Lions in the space of four years. 94? <laughs> I know. I had to double-check and triple-check. It's 94. Um, Mercado explains that he and his team are 100% focused on the idea. Um, so they talk about the fact that you know, they are very much channel agnostic. Um, an example would be Whopper Detour. Um, which came out in December last year. The campaign ran for 10 days. Essentially, Burger King wanted to promote the fact that it had gone live with its mobile app ordering. Um, so it had this idea to geofence all the 14,000 McDonald's in the US. Then Burger King offered consumers um, the chance to buy a Whopper for one cent if they ordered it via app, the app within 600 feet of a McDonald's. Um, once they had ordered, the consumers were then directed via the app to their nearest Burger King where they could pick up their one cent burger. So. Mercado describes this as like the opposite of direct marketing, the opposite of experiential, because you're essentially sending your customers to your competitor. Um, but the results were staggering. Um, so Burger King's app jumped from 686 in the App Store to become the number one in all categories. Um, 
it increased sales through the mobile app by three times during the 10 days. 1.5 million people downloaded the app in that 10 day period. Um, it generated 1.3 billion media impressions. Um, it drove the highest traffic to Burger King restaurants for four and a half years. Um, and it has long lasting effects. So the team continue to track whether consumers, um, the consumers who bought the one cent Whopper are returning to Burger King. And with the geofencing, if the consumer has geo-enabled their phone, um, Burger King can see when they're near a McDonald's and serve them an ad so that hopefully change their decision and, and encourage them to go to the Burger King. Um, with strategies like Wapadito, Mercado says that Burger King has gone from delivering billions of impressions to delivering billions of impressions that drive results. That's it for this week's podcast. If you want more information about creativity and marketing, how to measure it, and which brands are leading the industry, you can find in-depth features and case studies over on marketingweek.com. And we'll be out in Cannes next week posing questions to marketers from across the industry on the role of creativity. If you like what you've heard, you can subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, where you'll also find our other podcast series, Marketing Week Meets.